Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Thank you. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. I want to provide an update on our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd election. We used to have what was called election day. Now we have election days, weeks and months, and lots of bad things happened during this ridiculous period of time, especially when you have to prove almost nothing to exercise our greatest privilege, the right to vote. As president, I have no higher duty and to defend the laws and the Constitution of the United States. That is why I am determined to protect our election system, which is now under coordinated assault and siege. For months leading up to the presidential election, we were warned that we should not declare a premature victory. We were told repeatedly that it would take weeks, if not months, to determine the winner, to count the absentee ballots, and to verify the results. My opponent was told to stay away from the election. Don't campaign. We don't need you. We've got it. This election is done. In fact, they were acting like they already knew what the outcome was going to be. They had it covered. And perhaps they did, very sadly for our country. Okay, that is part of a statement from President Trump he made yesterday about the election fiasco that we're going through right uh, at the moment. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Real News Live. I'm your host, Mike Barrow, with Blake Wally somewhere east. Blake, you're you're somewhere east of California, right? That is true. I have, definitely. I'm, I'm not in uh, California anymore, and I don't plan on going back. I actually just got uh, my official layoff notice from my job out there um, on November 30th. So, Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, decimated the whole service industry, but um, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, okay. So um, it's great to have you with us. And folks, you know, again, President Trump, that's a 46-minute address. You can go back and watch it on the president's YouTube channel. It really was a very, very solid, very strong call to arms about this whole thing. But it does kind of make some of us wonder, I guess, or at least makes me wonder, uh, Blake, whether or not, you know, everybody wants to believe there's a plan. Everybody wants to believe they were prepared for this. But sometimes I kind of I kind of wonder, and I have doubts, and I need Candace to, to buck me up. Uh, before we get started, I want a uh, special shout out to some people. Grant Garachi, uh, Stephen Lester, Glenn Claddock, again, my buddy Glenn, and G. Douglas Colbath. Thank you guys for being patrons. Really appreciate that. Like, subscribe on both channels, make comments, and do the PayPal and Venmo thing, as you can see scrolling across the bottom of the screen. I wanted to make one other quick announcement. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to have John D'Souza on, former FBI special agent. We're going to talk about the situation in the courts with the FBI, with the investigations. We're going to basically talk about all the things that Blake and I are going to present to you guys today. So it's going to be some really interesting information. And uh, also, I'm talking with Jennifer Flaw-Doring. We're working out a thing where we're going to do kind of a private reading chat if people want to join us on that. And at some point, it looks like it's going to be December 27th at 5 p.m. Uh, so I can watch my Seahawks beat the Rams first, and then we'll have that private session. We don't know quite how it's going to work, what software we're going to use, but we're going to sort that out. So everybody 
uh, everybody's looking forward to that, I guess. Uh, okay, so what I want to do is is just really talk about the state of of the election at this uh, at this exact moment, and the situation is pretty much where it was November third and fourth. Um, all of these states, despite what you hear from uh, the news media, the 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 grayed out states here: Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, and Nevada, are not called yet. And these other states, some of these other states that are called, like Virginia, are actually going to be in dispute in New Mexico and Minnesota, and maybe even at some point California is going to be in, in dispute. But even though these states may have, quote, certified their results, you can't certify fraudulent results. And so there are going to be legal challenges to all this stuff. So based on the actual results and accounting for states currently recounting or states with election issues now in the courts, President Trump is actually in the lead with 232 electoral votes to Biden's 227. I, like most people, Blake, think that Biden actually has uh, quite a quite a few less than quite a few less than 227 electoral votes. But um, in Pennsylvania, you know, there's no state more involved in the fraud. President Trump was up by over 700,000 votes on election night, but then, but then they stopped the count, which is extraordinary, and they started bringing in ballots by the boatload. So we're going to talk about that. So Blake, I mean, I guess what I want to do is throw it to you for a minute and ask you, you know, this is the reality on the ground. It's the reality is Trump is ahead and these other states are in dispute, but nobody talks about that. Everybody acts like Biden is the president elect. Isn't that some bullshit? Yeah, it's totally insane. I mean, yeah, I watched it when I was escaping from California. I was actually in Arizona watching the uh, election night. And um, yeah, all of a sudden, it looked like it was in the bag. It was great. You know, it's what I, I expected. And then all of a sudden, yeah, they just like stopped counting. And, you know, I, I watched the, the Fox News on my end and I was kind of watching Bill Hammer as he was fading, barely able to talk. But he was going over like county by county, Pennsylvania, Michigan, all these different counties that were, you know, Trump had like lost in 2016, but now he was doing so much better. And yeah. I was like, he's just going to crush them. And then they just, yeah, it stopped magically. And then all of a sudden the next morning, there's all these big spikes. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he won. So, or they, they claim that Biden won or whatever, but it was, uh, Obviously, something was very wrong, and they called it too fast, and especially like the Arizona thing, where they're just like shoving it down our throat. Like, how do they call that so early? And then they didn't really have anything to say when they tried to make the explanation. But yeah, we've yeah. all been suspicious. Every swing yeah. state, yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, by the way, uh, sorry for our sponsor, Ungoverned Tees, which neither one of us is wearing an Ungoverned Tee. We're got to get you some, Blake. Yeah. Uh, you can use the uh, um, discount code RN2021, Real News 2021, RN2021, to get a great discount on ungovernedtees.com. Yeah, the thing about it is, is that, is that you know, we all knew the fix was going to be in because they told us ahead of time, we got the message, oh, well, everybody's going to declare Joe Biden the winner no matter what happens. And they use the mail-in ballots as the means of their fraud. In other words, if you have mail-in ballots or ballots that were put out by the states, which ought to be completely illegal and probably will be ultimately ruled unconstitutional, um, you can you can fraud, you know, use fraud to create as many fake ballots as you want. And that appears to be appears to be almost exactly what they have done. So again, it's a it's an extraordinary situation. They they tried to shove this down our throats. And the question is, are we going to be able to push back on this? And to what extent are we going to be able to push back on this? Well, right now that brings up another issue, which is that the Wisconsin Supreme Court today, which is not the final authority, rejected President Trump's campaign lawsuit challenging the election results. According to uh, 
According to the Epic Times, the Wisconsin's top court on Thursday rejected a lawsuit from President Donald Trump's campaign that sought to challenge the results of the presidential election. The 4-3 ruling saw the court order the campaign to file an appeal to the circuit courts. In other words, what this means is we don't want to touch this. It's not really our deal. Go to the federal courts. And this basically is a streamline. It means that we can go now straight to the to the uh, federal appeals court where Trump will probably lose again, and then it will go on to the Supreme Court. So this really is actually a, a good, solid result for the Trump campaign because it allows them to go forward into the Supreme Court, which is where we want this thing to be uh, to be involved. Uh, Justice Brian Hagehorn Hagedorn said he understood the impulse to address legal questions presented by the petition, but that such questions need to be addressed by lower courts. The parties clearly disagree on some basic factual issues supported at times by competing affidavits. I do not know how we address all the legal issues raised um, without sorting to these uh, statutory matters. So they sent the responsibility to, to the circuit court. However, fact finding may be central to our evaluation of some of the questions presented. So the bottom line is it's going to have to go back through. It almost looks like actually Blake, now that I look at this, now that I read through this a little bit more, it actually looks like what they're trying to do is they want to stall. It could be that the, the Wisconsin wants to stall this ruling in their state courts until they, until the electors meet, in which case then we can't go forward. So um, that could be kind of an issue. It's also important to remember it's also important to remember that in Bush v. Gore, uh, essentially, basically, Bush lost every single ruling until we got to the Supreme Court. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Wisconsin is trying to run out the clock here by just keeping it bouncing around in state courts instead of going straight to the federal courts? Yeah, it seems like they want to pass the buck. Nobody really wants to uh, get involved and um, be held accountable for that. So yeah, I guess uh, hopefully it'll just get up to the Supreme Court. Uh, the people need to go see this stuff. Uh, it is pretty obvious that, um, that there's something going on, and I actually did watch almost the entire five-hour hearing in Michigan last night. So, I mean, it, it's just hard to get people to, you know, actually see that because there's so much, so many lies. They'd rather just believe that it was, you know, it's Biden won and no big deal, and that everything is just it's all a waste of time. But really, if they just take, you know, ten minutes to look at some of this stuff, it, it's very obvious that the, the fix was in. And uh, Giuliani was just on fire last night. He had a really great speech towards the end of that. So kudos to him. But yeah, it, it's it's right there. So hopefully this, yeah, this fight will yeah. continue. We have to. The insane people are the ones who seem to think that it's just going to be business as usual. Oh, now the Democrats are in charge. No big deal. No, they are going to destroy the United States over the next four years if they have a chance. And they're going to rig every single election from here on out. And we're going to be living under what's basically a communist dictatorship. And most people just think it's just politics. No, it's not going to be just politics. It's going to be way way, way worse than that. Okay, so um, what I want to move on to now is some of the stuff that was in the hearings yesterday. This is the hearing from Georgia as broadcast by OAN. If it, if it loads. Okay, it loaded a second ago. Come on. Come on, girl. Come on. Live TV technology, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh well. Let's stop that for a second. It'll come, I'm sure. Here, let me. Yeah. Let me uh, reload. Yeah. The page. 
Okay. Well, I think they're doing the end of Nevada's going on right now as we speak, I think. So yeah. yeah. They have a lot of witnesses. So that could be on right. uh, that could drag on for a while. Let's try it again. We're gonna roll this back and show it to you. There you go. So now they're gonna start pulling these ballots out from under this table. This table, the black one, was placed there by the lady with the blonde braids at about 8.22 a.m. in the morning. So she put that table there. So the same person who's staying behind now, the same person who cleared the place out under the pretense that we're going to stop counting, is the person who put the table there at 8.22 in the morning. Yeah, I saw four suitcases come out from underneath the table. Yeah, upper right hand, you see the gentleman in the red. So he just pulled one out. So what are these ballots doing there, separate from all the other ballots? And why are they only counting them whenever the place is cleared out with no witnesses? Is the question. So these machines can process about 3,000 ballots an hour. You have multiple multiple machines there, and they're there for two hours. So you do the math. How many ballots went through those machines in those two hours when there was no one there to supervise, to be present, consistent with your statutes and rules, to supervise the tabulation? We believe that could easily be, and probably is certainly, beyond the margin of victory in this race. Now, Blake, that to me is really, really fascinating because what she's saying basically is, sorry, I'm, I'm eating some Christmas Hershey's kisses. What she's <laughs> saying is that right there on videotape where they sent all the Republican poll observers home, they then brought in a table, they stuffed multiple boxes of ballots, which looked to me like they could hold easily three to 5,000 ballots in those suitcase-sized boxes that are obviously all completely fraudulent, all for Biden, almost 100% of them I'm sure are for Biden and were then run through the uh, system with absolutely no, no pedigree, no chain of custody, nothing. So what you're seeing here clearly is that right there, given how narrow the Georgia race is, right there on that one videotape are enough fraudulent ballots to give the state to Joe Biden. Isn't that, isn't that what you saw? That's what I saw. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, definitely. And I know they had. Is that is that part of the um, the coordinated attack where they uh, had the the water leak or whatever? And it was like some. I'm not sure. It's the same yeah. county where they had the water leak, but they had the yeah. excuse supposed water leak, which never took place. There was no water leak. They used that as an excuse to send all Republican observers home, which right there violates everything. And Blake, there's multiple ways you can look at this. You could say simply, "Hey, if there were no observers there, none of those ballots count." So every ballot that was counted between this hour and this hour where there were no observers is thrown out. Now who wins? Oh, well, President Trump wins. I mean, that's what you could do. But again, you've got it right there. People who say there's no evidence, show them this video, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, when they had the real polls, you know, they gave us all the fake polls that Biden was way ahead. But I'm sure when their own internal polls are all freaking out and they know that they're, uh, you know, in trouble and they probably set up all these measures just in case. 
And yeah, it's coordinated attack over multiple states. So yeah, they have a lot of explaining to do. I haven't seen that one, but that's it's a good one. And there's so many that are just so obvious, you know, with the USB drives or yeah, the, the ballots like that or the rerunning stuff through the machines multiple times. I mean, it's 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 sad. It's hilarious, and it's so obvious, and yet we're still like, you know, they're still playing this game like it's it's a done deal. Already. There are still people who act like this was some sort of normal election. Well, maybe this is normal. I don't know. But the bottom line is, it's fraudulent. And here's the thing, Blake, there is the Supreme Court ruling, which, of course, I don't have the readout of it here, but there is the ruling where basically the, the vitiate ruling, which basically says if there's any fraud whatsoever, the whole election gets thrown out. Even one, even one verifiably fraudulent ballot throws the entire election out for every state. That would be phenomenal. Wow. If that was ultimately the ruling we had. Okay, so now what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to jump over to some of the stuff Blake's pulled together from the Michigan stuff, uh, Michigan meeting yesterday. They had a big meeting of state legislatures, which did not go all that well. Apparently, there were quite there was quite a bit of hostility, even from Republicans, to what the president was presenting. But it doesn't change the fact that these people swore out affidavits and absolutely said, hey, this is what I observed. The first one is that there was a Michigan poll observer who said that the military ballots all look like Xerox copies and they were all for, guess who, Joe Biden. A woman who said she was a poll observer at the TCF Center in Detroit, which is where most of the massive fraud took place in Michigan, testified in front of the Michigan State Senate hearing that she saw numerous military ballots that looked like Xerox copies and were all marked for Democrat Joe Biden. The woman who identified herself as Patty and said she has nine years worth of experience told the lawmakers that military ballots looked like they were all exactly the same Xerox copies of the ballot. They were all for Biden across the board. There wasn't a single Trump vote. None of the voters listed were registered and they had to manually enter names and addresses and birth dates. They all gave them the same birth date, 1-1-2020, which overrides the system and allows them to enter non-registered voters, of which I saw several thousand throughout the day. The woman said that she and other GOP observers tried to challenge them when they tried to challenge them. Election officials would tell us no. At one point, the poll observer alleged that when the military ballots came in, <clears throat> she and the other workers were told by election officials to, quote, take a break. They were told to get out. Um, there were lots of agitators at TCF Center who allegedly worked on behalf of the Democratic Party, she said. And uh, John James, who's a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate, has said he received multiple reports of irregularities and abnormalities. You know what? Let's stop calling them that, Blake. Let's just call them what they are. This is all fraud. Okay, Blake, your thoughts on this particular story? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I know that one of the ladies last night was talking about how they, the vans came in with all the ballots, but they told everybody that, that oh, that, here's our lunches here, you know, we were bringing food for everybody, but then food never arrived. And it was just like boxes of, uh, you know, ballots or something. So yeah, it's very uh, clever the way that they uh, pulled this off, but it's also, you know, glaringly obvious for anybody that takes a uh, closer look at it. And yeah, the, the people are there, the, the chairman seemed okay, but um, yeah, a couple of, the rest of the representatives didn't seem uh, that well put together. And there was a couple of real uh, sad uh, agitators. Like one, Darren Camilleri and uh, Cynthia Johnson, especially. They were just getting roasted on Twitter last night. So that was uh, pretty hilarious. People can go check that out if you want to have a, a giggle. 
Well, it just shows you that that it's not just Democrats. We have so many corrupt Republicans that have to be removed from office as well. And that's the only way we're ever going to fix this situation. So, okay. Uh, other stories that came out is that there was a Dominion software engineer that said thousands of ballots were scanned. Sorry, thousands of ballots were scanned. Dominion contractor. Thousands of ballots were scanned numerous times over and over again with the Dominion machine, says the, the contractor witness. A woman named Melissa Carone, uh, who was a Dominion voting systems contractor who wor worked at the TCF Center, said she witnessed at least. Uh-oh. Did I freeze or did Mike freeze? Uh-oh, might be me. 30,000 ballots being cast. Okay. No, it's okay. We're back. You there? Late. Yeah, I wasn't sure there? if that was me or you. <laughs> These things happen. Anyway, Melissa Corona is a freelance IT worker who wor assisted Dominion at Detroit's ballot counting site from November 3rd to 4 a.m. the next day, which is when the fraud took place. She says she witnessed at least 30,000 ballots being counted numerous times. In other words, a stack of 30,000 repeated over and over and over again. And this is what they had to do because Trump's lead was so enormous. This is what they literally had to do to get them over the top. She says, I observed numerous employees, city workers, running batches of ballots through the tabulators countless times without discarding them first. Um, Caron said that tabulating that the tabulating machines would jam two or three times an hour. She explained that the proper way to scan ballots when there's a paper jam is to reset the count on the machine, or in other words, discard the count and rescan all of them. But instead of discarding, they were just rescanning, 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 counting the same ballots. Get this, Blake, nine to ten times. She noted that there were approximately 22 to 24 tabulating machines where she was working and that she observed this malpractice thousands of times, literally thousands of times while she was at the site. Um, I don't know. At this point, Blake, I guess you have to say that this this is just more proof, another, another set of proof that this whole thing was stolen, not just in Michigan, but in other states as well. Yeah, they had a lot of ground to make up, and they had to uh, do some uh, desperate measures there, and that they just did it right in front of them. That's all they could really do. But hope, luckily we have a few whistleblowers and a lot of people that did come forward because that would be a real uh, tough place to do those, to, you know, to say that. And she was under a lot of attack and she, she mentioned that she's had her, you know, life destroyed. They're all coming after her. I mean, even the first, um, the first witness that came up there, they're trying to get her to like, you know, tell her last name and everything. And, you know, it was just, it was really scary at, that this is happening and that they would uh, go to that length to, uh, to try to win this election. So it was sad, but it was a very coordinated, desperate uh, attack by the Democrat party. Well, you know, Blake, when you don't believe in God, um, the only thing that has any value is earthly power over others. And if you're gonna go to hell, then the only thing that has any value is earthly power over others. So it doesn't doesn't surprise me a bit that Democrats act like this. It's To me, it's totally, um, <clears throat> totally in line with their character. And it is exactly what you would expect. So I'm not surprised by it. Um, I just hope that and pray that we're able to fight back on this and and reverse this whole thing. Okay, another story came out that a Detroit city worker said the election workers were told to backdate the ballots. This is another Epic Times story. Uh, a Detroit, a city of Detroit election worker said at the Michigan State Legislature on Wednesday that she was told to backdate absentee ballots. 
The woman who was identified as Jesse Jacob told the bipartisan legislative hearing on Wednesday night that she and others were directed to backdate 100,000 absentee ballots or about 10,000 ballots per day. The woman confirmed to Rudy Giuliani and President Trump's lawyer that her supervisor ordered her to do this. Giuliani asked if the supervisor told her to use the phony date of the day, and she said yes. That's actually the case. Here's a little video on this. The first thing I will do is I will enter the water and I will do a water search. Then, then the system will tell you whether CK already made an absentee ballot to them or not. Whether, is, whether there is an active ballot in the QEF system for that water. So when you do that, you lots of that time uh, you will see uh, a ballot has been already sent to that water. But when they come to you they, they said i never requested a ballot i never received any ballot i never requested for a ballot can i vote now i'm here i want to vote now i said of course i mean i can spoil the ballot um then you can i can uh, issue another ballot and you can vote so i have done that many times uh, but for the um that was i was instructed to do like that Okay, so um, again, Blake, we now have three different methodologies. We have boxes of fake ballots brought in in the dead of night after people are sent home illegally, stacked under a, a table, brought out when everybody's gone, when there's no Republican observers, run through the machines over and over again. We have um, we have ballots that are stacked in machines with that are all photocopies, military overseas ballots which would have voted 90% for Donald Trump easily, run through the machine <clears throat> 30,000 times, okay? Or at least 30,000 ballots, it's gotta be more than that. And we have people who never voted or did vote or never received, basically people voting two, three, four times and saying she was ordered to illegally backdate ballots so that they would be valid. So you have hundreds of thousands, literally this has gotta add up to millions of, of illegal ballots, doesn't it, for Joe Biden? Yeah, at least several, I think they said about 700,000 up to, or yeah, who knows, maybe more. Yeah, different counties that had like absurdly high. Um, well, that's, that's just a swing or, state. Yeah. That's just in the swing states. I mean, if you yeah. if you probably look at this across the board, we got to be oh, talking yeah. wide. I mean, I think millions, oh. don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when it's all said and done. Yeah, just between Michigan and uh, uh, Pennsylvania, you're probably going to have you know, one and a half million. Um, so, yeah, we factor in Georgia. We'll see what happens with Nevada. But then, yeah, if you go across the entire nation on top of that, you go to Minnesota, California, and some of these other bigger states, anywhere that uses this Dominion software, yeah, yeah. it's going to be in the millions. Absolutely. It's going to be bad. It's going to be devastating. And it's going to be hilarious. I just I hope it comes down to Otherwise, they're could be a civil war. I don't know. Well, there has to be something because they can't, they simply cannot get away with this. Uh, 187 people in the live stream today. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to both channels, Mike Barra official and peel the peelback report Casey's channel, where it's also simulcasting. Don't forget to hit the PayPal, the Venmo and whatever keeps our show going. And don't forget, I don't know, Blake, do we have any way to get you any support or uh, if you want, yeah, you can just, just PayPal, PayPal me, and then it's just my name, Blake Wally. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. that's cool. Uh, Great day. I won't turn it down. And I appreciate everybody uh, that has donated to me already. Um, I know um, Stephen and uh, Joe and some other people. I'm, uh, I'll am i have to 
get my thank yous out, but you know who you are. I do appreciate that. Is it correct here? Blake PayPal.me slash Blake Wally W-A-L-L-E-Y, right? Yeah. All right. So you can support Blake too. We like that. And we appreciate absolutely everything from our patrons. It really is cool. Okay. So just to continue this streak, there's even more stuff to talk about, which is that Twitter has now banned the mathematician who testified in the Arizona hearings. This witness basically came on and said he's a mathematical expert and said that the amount of votes that Joe Biden got in various different states, including Arizona, it was mathematically impossible for him to have achieved those votes. And that was de facto proof of, of uh, voter fraud. So on November 30th, uh, this guy was banned, Bobby Pitton, who was suspended by Twitter for absolutely no reason. This came as Pitton was presenting his report as an expert witness in the U.S. state of Arizona, where whose state legislators and President Trump's legal team and Jenna Ellis organized an election integrity hearing as part of an effort to prove that the election fraud took place during the U.S. election. In the video shared on Twitter during the hearing, Pitton is heard saying that if he were an official in charge of doing this, he would rather resign than certify election results in the state, suggesting that the certification, which happened during the hearing, is unlawful because of the vote rigging that had allegedly taken place. He also said that based on the data and in his professional opinion, the numbers that were certified as the election result were in fact fraudulent. And that assuming that he had access to accurate data, he would be willing to put his life on it. Just tell us in your, um, in the simplest way possible as an expert, what is your opinion as to the validity of the numbers that were certified today? by the Secretary of State and the governor about this election? If I was an executive at a publicly traded company, I would never sign that because I risk jail time and having all my money taken from me in lawsuits. So, Oops. To your question, I would never, ever have certified. I'd rather resign than have certified those results. So your professional opinion is that the numbers are fraudulent? I believe they're fraudulent based on the data. And my sister asked me a simple question this morning. She goes, how sure are you? And my sister's a pretty stubborn person like me. And I said, I'd be willing to put my life on it. I'm that sure about the analysis, assuming that the data that I got from the state and everything else was accurate. So, you know, if you give me all the inaccurate data from everywhere, then, you know, that's my only caveat. Okay, so um, you absolutely have a situation here, Blake, where you have fraud on the ground, you have fake ballots, you have fake photocopied military absentee ballots, you have the mathematical proofs that the computer system Dominion changed the results, put out fraudulent numbers. We all know about flipping votes from Trump to Biden. And by the way, these are the same people who are counting the COVID victims. Amazingly subtract. It's the same thing they're doing with COVID. They subtract the numbers from the flu and pneumonia side and put them in COVID. And guess what? You have COVID winning the election and Joe Biden winning the election. And then Twitter comes along and tries to say this guy violated the Twitter rules. What are the Twitter rules? Twitter rules must be that if you tell the truth, about the election fraud perpetrated by Joe Biden and the Democrats that you get banned from Twitter. What do you, what do you think, what's gotta happen now? What's gotta happen to, to these social media companies? 
Well, it looks like we're uh, max mass exodus, I guess, for um, anybody who's uh, a conservative or even a, a reasonable liberal. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, this guy should be celebrated as a hero, and you can see him, and he's so you know open and, and confident, and it's it's obvious that he's calling it out, but they don't want people to see that. So <laughs> I guess they just have to uh, pull him and remove him, and then say act like that that it never happened. So. That's by the 1984 culture. Yeah, it's, it's sad that the deep state, the Democrats, Silicon Valley, and the communist Chinese seem to be all in a big bed together, and they're trying to uh, control our reality going forward. And yeah. Steal yeah, this they're, they're, they're trying to steal this election and get rid of the one roadblock that stands between um, them, the Communist Party of China, and complete world domination. And that guy is Donald J. Trump right now, and he still has the power and Blake, I just got to say, he's got to use it because it's it's really time. Okay, so there's one other thing that you sent me today, which I thought was really good, which is what do we do if the elections are stolen? It's an interesting article. If the elections are stolen, the Biden nightmare begins. And basically what it says is that um, <clears throat> should Biden's handlers take hold of the levers of power in the executive branch, all bets are off. These assorted swap creatures know they'll have 48 months to cement their grip on the federal government and begin the so-called Great Reset. They'll rule by executive order if necessary and dare the federal courts and the GOP Senate, who we all know are a bunch of wimps, to stop them. If Democrats brazenly steal the presidency, why wouldn't that embolden them to try to steal the rest? A Biden-Harris presidency could be the most conflict-ridden and destructive four years in American in the nation's history, except for the Civil War. This time, though, we won't have our Lincoln in the White House, Donald J. Trump. Instead, it would be as if slave states were sympathi sympathizing Democrats won in 1860 uh, were fighting them. So again, uh, imagine something rather than open conflict. Let's imagine if the Biden-Harris presidency was a dystopia. Let's create our own version of It's a Wonderful Life, commence a plot twist where George Bailey wants to end his life and Clarence the Angel grants his wish. So basically they're talking about all this ruin. This, to me, Blake, this is why, in my opinion, um, we cannot allow Joe Biden to to take the take the reins of power. There has to be something before that. And, you know, we have to stop it one way or the other, whether it's through the courts or through military action or through martial law. Otherwise, what's the what's the nightmare that you see for the country in the next four years? Well, I mean, it's just the state of the world that we've had on this planet for uh, up until really, I would, there's really, if you look at our entire history of humanity, it's really been run like a lot of tyrannies, monarchies, uh, despots. Um, and it really wasn't until, you know, you had like the, the Magna Carta back in 1215 that, that kind of pushed us forward. And then, of course, the uh, the Constitution and our forefathers and the brilliance and um for them to uh, set this thing up. So if this goes away, uh, we could be seeing, yeah, the tyranny, the 1984, V for Vendetta, the, the eventual Hunger Games um, scenario. And I don't know, good luck getting out of it when it's, you know, it's, it's the technology and, and all that kind of hideous things. I mean, yeah, so we don't, we don't want to go back to that. I don't know how we get out of it. We're not gonna, yeah, be able to get our voting back next time. They're just gonna clamp down even harder so yeah, this is uh, we got the fighter of our lives right now. So in a big spiritual battle as well. It's it's amazing because really, literally, the future of the planet Earth for the next several hundred years at least is going to be decided right here in the next month and a half, two months. Yeah. And if we don't fight back, if we don't push back, if we don't defeat these demons, uh, 
it's going to be a dark, miserable, not just a dark winter, Joe Biden. It's going to be a dark couple of centuries for the human race. It's going to be just truly, truly awful. Okay, guys. Well, um, let's. Uh, that's kind of our report for today. That's our news. Why don't we go to the phones, Blake, and take some calls and see what everybody wants to talk about in the chat for a few minutes. Um, Ashley says hi. <laughs> yes, Sarah Jordan. Uh, Glenn Claddock, rumors about video with FBI and Dean talking about corruption. They did need to find the link. Okay, Glenn, that's something we should say. Oh, I do have one other thing. Um, I mentioned a new source a couple of days ago that was saying that Biden was under increasing pressure to concede from the intelligence community. Okay, I, I checked back. I pinged back with that source today, and he reassured me that the pressure on Biden is only growing. And that, in fact, what I was told, and I'm not sure this is true, but what I was told is that the uh, thing, the situation with his uh, broken foot was that he was actually deliberately roughed up to try to get him to comply. And he's under tremendous pressure from the intelligence community to concede and not have their methods exposed. And he's under tremendous pressure from the Democrats to... Um, to try to save his soul from hell and, uh, and, and fight and try to take control. By the way, uh, if you have broken bones in your foot, there, there is no way that you can put your entire body weight on that foot without a cane or a crutch or something along those lines. So we do know for a fact that uh, Biden is, uh, does not have a broken foot, that that is probably just covering up hopefully a, um, a body scanner. So he said that the pressure is still in the millions of millibars now on Joe Biden to concede this thing to President Trump as more and more stuff is exposed. So, um, okay, uh, Robin DeRich, I heard yesterday on BCP, I think that Missouri had disallowed Dominion in September in our state, yet they were somehow still involved in the election. Anyone got anything on that? That's a story I've also heard too. So, yeah, they're getting paid. And, oh, that's another thing from the Michigan thing is they're, uh, they're calling out to Dominion because they won't testify. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are they? Why won't they testify to how safe and secure their systems? And again, the Democrats didn't cheat. Why don't they want a forensic audit of every single one of these states? It'll just prove that Joe Biden won fair and square, right? Yeah. Shove it in our face. Look, yeah, we got it. Mythical says, Blake, he's happy to see you, Blake. Julie C says, hey, kids. Um, <clears throat> Polly, sorry. Yeah. Is it time for a haircut yet? Yeah. I've never had long hair in my life, so I'm just yeah. kind of letting it go, and I don't know when. Wow, you're all our anti-Biden, huh, Barrett? Please don't talk politics. It makes me not want to listen to the real reason why I follow you. Disclosure of the moon. Well, Charlie, I'm just going to tell you flat out, Joe Biden is a predator. He is a child rapist. He is probably a murderer. And at the very least, he deserves to burn in hell for eternity. So that's kind of more important than bugs and aliens and buildings on the moon right now, which, of course, are completely off the plate. Until we get everything else decided, there's no room for disclosure and all that stuff. Disclosure is only going to come if Trump is officially reelected and back in power. So um, it just it happens to be what's really important. Uh, I don't know how anyone can stand up for Biden anyway, even if you're a hardcore Democrat. What is he at 47 years? We've known this guy. And yeah. what, what is he? That's <laughs> OK. Uh, MJ Sedona says, hi, Mike Casey and uh, TV's Blake Wally. So she's good. Uh, defending Biden and promote is promoting the rise of the only ethno-fascist superpower in history. It's completely unconscionable. Yeah, well, I don't don't beat up on him too bad. He wants aliens. Sorry, the whole world is stopped right now until this gets resolved. This war gets resolved here in the U.S. The whole world, everything else has to stop. Um, okay, 
Benson in Michigan is saying today that there's no truth to allegations of election fraud, but we'll do a procedural drift. We just showed you what, Blake, three or four examples from Michigan of, of blatant election fraud in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't even bring all the witnesses up and it was just so uh, every single one of them was just devastating. So you're not looking if you're not, if you don't see it, it's just out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or they're on the other side. And again, this is funny because this is again, what my contact, my new contact said was that Biden was going to had made the decision that they were going to go with, there's no fraud. They're going to just deny that there's any fraud. They're going to do the full, they're going to go full Baghdad Bob and say, Oh no, there is no fraud. You know, there's no, there's no been no military strikes in Baghdad while the bomb hits right behind him. You know, they're going to do that, that thing. That's their position. And that's what they've been trying to do all week. And it just hopefully isn't going to hold up. Uh, Laura says it will be the end of the USA. If Biden gets in, it'll be the end of the free world. That's for sure. Um, It'll be a new China and USA line. Arguing with the guy, it's okay. Um, uh, Florida Marquise is one of the YouTube videos said that some of the illegal mail-in ballots were mailed to below-age U.S. citizens. That is also true. Being underage would make the vote illegal. That's also correct. So, um, okay, Charlie, you're just a dickhead. But you know who this guy is? He's it's probably Dean. Don't you think? I mean, hey. what are we, who else would be this big of a dick? And who else would be so obsessed with us? Yeah. Fighting. Fuck you. I heard you. I heard you. I heard a girl. A girl told me you're unable to get an erection, Dean. Um, impotence. So we're just going to, like, get rid of you. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, he seems to be constipated. Okay, this is all about this Charlie Finesse guy. Just block him. I just did, Laura. It's okay. He can always come back when I go back to talking about aliens, which will probably be never at this point. Um, oh yeah, it's a newly created account. Yeah, who else would it be? If it's not, if it's oh, not the, hmm. they'll not speak. Mike froze. I unfroze, guys. Oh, okay. So, but Kristen's saying that I'm the one who froze, so it was on my end. Uh, wow. Let's go down. Let's clear that up. Uh, Kimberly Rack, I'm surprised I didn't tape a bunch of ballots and and tape a bunch of ballots and end in a big loop and just let it rotate through the scanner. But Kim, that's basically what they did. That's what that one woman was saying is that they just took these ballots and then when the machine would jam, they were supposed to discount that and put them all through again. They didn't do that. They just put them through again. So in other words, the same ballots were counted over and over and over again, all of course for Joe Biden. Um, today's hearing, Mason de Montfort says today's hearing is excellent. The colonel is the key. Okay. I don't know what that means, but that was, uh, oh, maybe it was in Nevada too, but there was a colonel on, uh, the Michigan last night. He, he did a excellent job calling out, um, all the irregularities, kind of the, the math guy up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these whistleblowers are strong and courageous. Thundersteel1988 says people, they are all true Americans. I agree. Dick Pangalo, high likelihood of illegitimate ball- of legitimate ballots thrown away or incinerated. We need whistleblowers to stop those specific activities. Otherwise, threatened with serious prison terms. Yeah, we don't we don't have we aren't hearing as much about that, Blake. But I think part of the reason is that the the Trump team legal team strategy they probably believe that if they just get the Ill- obviously illegal ballots thrown out, that even with the current totals that President Trump has, that he will win. Don't you think that's probably what they're thinking? Uh, yeah, too. And yeah, it was interesting. Uh, you know, Gi- Giuliani uh, called that out uh, too last night about I mean, if they really want to change it because he was because the people were asking him, like, oh, how do we prevent this in the future? How do we do this? And it's like, you know, it's not 
it's deeper than that. And it's like he said, you know, he's got to start sending people to jail. That's how you stop doing this stuff going forward. It's not yeah. to try to do it better next time. No. Yeah, yeah. screw that. You, you have yeah. to put people in jail now and you have to overturn this this fake a fraud election. You can't say, oh, well, we're going to let the fraud get, we're going to let, let him get away with the fraud this time. But next time it'll be clean. I mean, what a bunch of baloney. Um, Shoshona wants to know if you ever got any moving funds. No. no, did not, unfortunately. No. Sorry to all of you who contributed to that fraud, but uh, okay. Can a state or local government use eminent domain to go after Dominion software? Hmm. I don't think so. I think eminent domain is more about po property, physical property. Yeah, like seizing uh, something. But they've got, they're pretty much like overseas, aren't they? You can't even really find them. All right. Blake, you already answered. Is that you? Is that yeah, you? it was. Oh, you already answered. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to. Hey, Mike, I just picked some psilocybin mushrooms here on Easily. If you want to party sometime, I don't do shrooms, dude. You know, my brain, my brain is, is my, it's my biggest asset. Well, my second biggest asset in life. And I don't like to pollute it with stuff, except alcohol. I love polluting it with alcohol. Uh, but I try to avoid all other drugs. Uh, I like the mushrooms. But if anybody wants to invite me to like a ayahuasca thing, I, I would definitely uh, do that. Uh, yeah, you're crazy. on my bucket list. I'm not know. doing anything that makes me puke. Forget it. Uh, <laughs> even else, like, hi, Ava. It's great to see you as well. Has Biden ever been cleared? Has Biden ever been cleared for security clearances? I believe he has, but I am also hearing from the mechanic that they are giving him fake intelligence briefings, that they are not giving him the real information. But again, Blake, that's the thing. If that's true, if they realize this guy is so corrupt and so in the pocket of the Chinese that they're giving, why don't they just, why don't they just arrest him? What, what are we waiting for here? Right? Yeah, it's amazing. He's obviously a puppet of China. He's going to be the guy, and he's going to destroy this. Yeah, he's he's a. It, it's bad news. So yeah, he really shouldn't be uh, briefed on anything, as far as I'm concerned. What can we do, Jerome? What we can do is we can keep putting public pressure on these people as much as we possibly can with broadcasts like this, and with calling them up and pushing public pressure on. I, I putting public pressure on. I guess that's what the the White House needs us to do. But I I really think. Blake, we need them to act. They're the ones with the power and authority here. And we have some, but we don't, you know, we don't have the resources. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. It's sad. I would think there may be more people standing up and doing something, but um, it's maybe it has to go to the Supreme court. That's fine. However, whatever it takes to win. Uh, that's all I'm caring. Just, and just for the truth to come out, just the integrity of the election. That's all I want, want to see. I don't care who the people are to do it, but Giuliani, kicking ass and Sidney Powell and Lynn. I mean, there's just there's some good, there's some heroes in this and we'll support them and, and see how it goes. And the Epoch and, Times, great journalism too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Or that, or they got him on super high on pain drugs. How would you know the difference if he was super high on pain drugs? Yeah. Lay off Blake's haircut. Okay. I had my, mine was worse than his and I had it for nine months before I finally got it cut. Now it looks terrible. So yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll roll in town one of these days and do something. I just haven't just kind of letting it go and having a little fun with it. I don't know, but yeah, it's getting there. I I did, and his name is almost certainly not Charlie. So uh, you're welcome, Glenn. And Jeff Williams says, "Welcome back, Blake." Hey, Jeff. Yeah, it's good to see everybody. Yeah, Baghdad Bob. Uh, the UK needs Trump to win, otherwise it's going to be a rough ride over here, going straight into the Great Reset. Yeah, you guys are uh, slaves, literally slaves. Um, what? 
Ashley, what did I do? Did I did I say somebody was impotent? I sorry. Um, will, we, will we see something tangible by tomorrow? Jennifer said so. I don't know. Depends on what you consider uh, tangible. Kimberly Reck, is it true that they got rid of the electoral college? Fraud will be even easier. Yeah, it'll be massively easier. It'll be massively easier because you won't. You know, you it, it'll be far less complex. Everything will be centralized under the the Dominion computing systems, and it will all go to shit. They usually wait for Fridays to drop the f to drop the bomb, so people have something to bicker about. That's true. Uh, TK, TK says, according to Trump CEO, anyone who participated in the election fraud can have their assets seized. Correct. Yes, that's what that mathematician guy was talking about. So I think it would be great if the governors of Georgia and the Secretary of State of Georgia and the Secretary of State and Governor of Arizona not only got charged, but had all their assets frozen. So they couldn't even hire a lawyer to defend themselves. Yeah, Larry Fletcher, hi, guys. If this fraud is allowed to stand, there will be blood in the streets. The 80 million deplorables have most of the guns. That's true. I don't know. But I think we're all waiting for leadership um, from the top. What's up, Mike? Your boy Champagne. Do it all over again. No mail in and everybody's got to wait in line. That's right. And, you know, again, I'm fine with making Election Day a national holiday. Nobody works. You go vote all day long. Let's do it that way. But you got to vote on Election Day and you shut it down at nine o'clock local time or eight o'clock local time. And nobody goes home until every single vote is counted right there in front of everybody else. Um, no, no one moon girl. Did you hear that Barr had shares with Dominion Energy, which is shares the same investors with Dominion voting? I think Barr is a deep state swamp swamp rat. Sadly, I agree. But John D'Souza is going to be on tomorrow, former FBI special agent, and he is going to address what he thinks William Barr is up to. So we will leave that open. I'm going to be the I'm going to be the guy who's going to be pushing on uh, John D'Souza tomorrow to. Um, to give us a straight answer, that's going to be at 11 Pacific, I believe, 12, um, 12 Mountain Time, which is what, what he's in. Um, Miles Basis Project was talking about vaccines needed to be stored. Okay, I don't know what that's about. But we do know that the, that the three uh, presidents, Clinton, Bush, and Obama, all part of the same crime cartel said that they'd take the vaccine. Gosh, you really believe there's actually going to be a vaccine in there? I, if I was Trump, I'd say, okay, great. Here's our vaccine. Here's the Bill Gates vaccine. Let's experiment on you three guys. Bring them into the White House, bring them into the Oval Office and shove it in their butt. That would be great. I think they'd be great candidates for experimental vaccines. Yeah, that would be terrific. Okay, guys, that appears to be pretty much it for today. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, ungovernedtees.com. Use the discount code RN. 2021 for real news 2021 um don't forget to like and subscribe to both channels um the peelback report mike barra official don't forget to remember us on paypal.me slash blake wally and paypal.me slash mike barra and venmo at mike barra we really appreciate it every all this stuff i'll be back tomorrow with a special guest with John D'Souza talking about not only his documentary, A Thousand Pieces, but what's going on politically. And again, Blake, it does seem like we're supposed to have uh, something big, I guess, happen this week. We'll see what it is. Any final thoughts that you want to leave anybody with? Um, yeah, just, just stay tuned. Are you going to check this out? It's all going on right now. I don't know if Nevada's currently going on. You could probably tune into that or catch the highlights because some of these things are like five hours long. But I mean, yeah, it's still worth it. And there's a lot of great content. So um, yeah, something's going to give and I can't wait till that happens. But yeah, it's going to be exciting holiday uh, season. So uh, 
thank you. And thank you for your support. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I, on. I, I think really with all, if, if Biden's really under as, as much pressure as, uh, as we think, maybe, maybe the Christmas present we're all going to get is Biden conceding everything to Trump. Uh, gosh, it looks like some of my folks were a little overzealous. I can hear him saying it right now. Okay, guys, that's it. Come on back tomorrow for around 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. My special guest, John D'Souza, on Real News Live with Mike Barra. Thanks to TV's Blake Wally, who is out there in um, state, California. Uh, yeah, he's out of the state of California. I'm Mike Barra in Seattle. Thank you guys for joining us today, and we will see you tomorrow tomorrow.